with authority. Welcome back to the dance that never ends. <laughs> Larry Beal, Casey Pratt, along with A's president and part owner, Dave Cavill. Uh, Dave, thanks for uh, joining us once again. You know, we're kind of ending the summertime, heading into Labor Day weekend. It's a little bit of a sleepy period before people really get ramped up into September. And so about six weeks have gone by since the Oakland City Council voted yes on their own term sheet. Since then, uh, there have been uh, talks going back and forth. Uh, the mayor of Oakland, Libby Schaff, uh, came out very positively, indicating that uh, in her mind that you guys were very close. Uh, you met with the media during the Giants series, indicating eh, maybe not that close. So where are we today with the Howard Terminal Project and the A's? Well, we've been focused um, really exclusively on the environmental reviews and some of the planning approvals. There's actually a meeting next Wednesday on the 8th of the Planning Commission to review some of our submittals of the design guidelines. And, you know, on some level, we, we're just waiting to hear from the county uh, in terms of whether or not they're going to participate on the economic side before we really re-engage the city in that area. So that's been the order of operation. You know, we're still very hopeful to make progress. You know, we are running out of time. You know, we really are up against it with our lease expiring in 2024 and the current status of the Coliseum. But we continue to move forward with as much energy as we can. Uh, I want to swing it back to 720 because last time we really had a chance to sit down with you was right after the affirmative vote. And that was on their own term sheet, not your term sheet, of course. And there were new amendments that were, were disclosed to you during the meeting that you hadn't seen before. So when we talked, you really needed some time to kind of go over everything. There has been time since then now. So what are your impressions of the terms as we stand now with the new amendments and everything that you were presented on July 20th? Well, the, the parties remain significantly apart on critical items, uh, including infrastructure, community benefits, and really most importantly, whether or not the county participates or not, because that's kind of a threshold item. If the county doesn't participate, um, really the city proposal that they, they passed or voted yes on, it, it kind of crumbles. And you know, we had another way to fund it without the county, um, but we're not sure if the county's gonna participate. We're not even sure if they're gonna actually take a vote in September, and we're waiting to see how that materializes. Now, I probably have a million different ways I could go with this, but I'll start with just drilling down kind of on the resolved, the uh, unresolved items, so to speak. I mean, we're talking to Mayor Schaff. She comes on every week. So, you know, she was saying a lot of that's kind of the specifics around the affordable housing, how to fund the community fund. In your mind, what are the key unresolved items at the moment? Well, like I said, the offsite infrastructure is still something that even though, you know, there was movement towards the city handling that, we need to see how that's done. We need to ensure that the A's aren't going to be an intermediary um, and actually put our balance sheet at risk for that. So that's an unknown item that we're trying to get through. And then really on the community benefits and understanding really some of the additional asks of the city council are quite extensive. And there isn't really enough specificity around affordable housing to ensure exactly what is being asked of the A's. And that's going to need to be worked through between now and whenever we have a final vote, hopefully in the fall. With respect to Alameda County, this really feels to me like a chicken and egg situation because they're saying, hey, 
uh, well, first of all, they only have, I think, one meeting scheduled in September, and we're not even sure if that's going to happen. So right. that may get pushed. But in any case, uh, they're saying we need more details before we can even sit down to vote because we don't even know what we're voting on. And that throws it back to you and the city to hash things out. And, and you're saying, well, we need to know if the county is going to participate. So we have this endless wheel going around and around here. How does that get resolved? Well, you know, we're, we're hopeful that the county decides to opt in to the city's proposal. You know, I think the fact that the city made a proposal to us and signed or, you know, passed a term sheet that relied on the county without the county explicitly, you know, endorsing it kind of created a weird situation. And it's going to maybe take some time to get the county on board. We're helping the city through that process and educating all the key folks. We've had tours down at Howard Terminal for county supervisors and county staff to see the project and learn more from ourselves and also from the city. But at the end of the day, it's their public policy decision and we're waiting to hear um, which direction they come down on it. But the, the issue for the county in terms of Alameda County, as Casey and I have gone over and over and over all of this, <laughs> it, all the county has to do is just hold their hands out and wait for the money to drop from the sky if this project ever happens. Because they don't have to front any money. They don't have to do much of anything except say, go get them guys and, and, and figure out how much they would kick back in terms of reimbursing you guys on the back end. Is that a correct characterization of, of what the county's role would be in this? Yes, it is. And that's why we're hopeful that they opt in because it's a pretty easy yes. So we're, we're waiting to hear back and we're hopeful they take a vote in September. If I could jump in and be, uh, play the role of the county, I would say yes to waiting for the money to drop from the sky. If you, if you want to cut me in on that, you got a yes for me right now. So I know you said you, you've been taking some of the Board of Supervisors numbers down to the site. I know there is support amongst them. And I know that they say they probably aren't going to vote in September. But as Larry mentioned, there wasn't even a meeting scheduled that hadn't been canceled except for September 28th. They're probably still waiting on some key information. But I mean, how quickly are you looking for a resolution for this? Because, you know, when we talked to them, when we watched that hearing in June, it was a hard stance. We don't like being in the pro sports business. But if the numbers work out, we're on board is what they're saying. So, you know, at what point do you feel like they're going to have all the information? Granted, I know that's coming from the city, not you. But what are your impressions just from your conversations with them? You know, I, I think the reality is, is that the city and the county have kind of a tortured history together. And, you know, we see that as a tenant at the Coliseum. And I think a lot of this is just making sure the two entities have mutual trust and can find a working relationship. You know, we've tried to bridge that in a positive way as the A's, and we'll continue to try to do that to ensure that the two sides can enter into an agreement on this as soon as possible, you know, I mean, we really need to get it squared away because if they fall out of the deal, I, I don't see how we bridge the gap financially based on what I know now. Yeah, and one thing that, you know, I know is being worked on right now is the draft environmental impact report. Obviously all the applications and submittals you guys are doing right now. There is stuff happening behind the scenes. Don't completely freak out people. But, you know, when you look at all that, how long do you think it's going to take really to get to the end of the EIR process? Um, because that could give the county a tiny bit of wiggle room. And is there anything in your mind right now that could potentially hold that up that you've seen so far? 
Well, basically the way it works is like, they actually have a date. I think it's the 29th of October that they're supposed to release the final EIR. So um, the city has given us that date. We're hopeful that that date occurs, that there's no delays. Um, and we can actually get that in the public sphere to review and get voted on. You know, we want to vote on that. We want to vote on the development agreement and we want to vote on our plan development permit, which we've submitted. And all of that should be able to happen before the end of the year, um, as long as we don't let the process become the product and focus on getting the results and, and getting this project approved. So I want to come back to uh, one of the lines that you mentioned here, where you said we remain significantly apart. And we talk about community benefits, affordable housing. But what I would like to do is to try to put a real number on what separates the two sides. Is it still the $352 million that was uh, initially tied to the, to the off-site uh, IFD infrastructure uh, development? Is it $352 uh, million or is it some other number that we're not aware of at this point in terms of the monetary gap? Yeah, that's really the gap. You know, we need to understand how the city plans on paying for that because we have not seen a plan. We've asked, you know, for details on that. Um, both in terms of if there's any state money, county money, like we're talking about right now, or other sources of bonding that the city is going to do for that, and how it affects the apes. Are we going to have to participate in any of that and actually be putting up some of that money? It's easy to say in a non-binding term sheet that they're going to handle it, but at the end of the day, we're going to go for a binding agreement in the fall, and we need to understand who's paying for everything. So that's really a critical uh, component. Okay, but it is three hundred and fifty-two million, yes, and yes, figuring yeah. out so, how to how to make that work. And that's a large number. I mean, it's a huge number in the scheme of the project, and something that needs to get figured out. And and we're here working with the city to try to sort it out. But there are multiple sources to solve it that still have not been figured out, like the county, like the state, like some of these other aspects. Yeah, yeah I was just going to mention yeah. that. The 352 million is obviously something they were very expressly clear in the amendments that you will not have to deal with. They're going to have to come up with creative ways to get that paid for. But there are regional measures, there are state funds, and heck, we're seeing the term infrastructure being thrown around a whole lot these days in the government. So it looks like they're going to be able to figure that out. What you're saying is you just need a more like clear cut path to that resolution. Yeah, and actually, if you read what they passed, it actually says if they can't figure it out, it reverts to the developer, which is us. So huh. it's, not, it's not totally figured out yet and baked. And we appreciate their willingness to take the lead on that. But now it's got to get solved. And it's got to get solved in, in, in a timeline that makes sense for the project, because we can't just wait for two or three years to see if that materializes. Yeah, I'm sorry to laugh. I, it just reminded me of, of, of a project uh, that I'm enduring right now with a particular home builder and uh, sounds a lot like uh, his terms as well. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You, you figure you it out. Yeah. You, you do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, Casey, at one point we had talked about the, the state jumping in here. Do we know any more about that? Because I know you've been doing the, the, the deep dive on that. Well, according to reports, there's over... 200 million in state funds. There's like a billion dollar regional measure that's already passed. Uh, there's the potential for a lot of other things that could happen that could offset that 352 million without DAs having to do anything. But like I said, what Dave is saying is that he just wants to see it spelled out. Now, I guess my question would be, 
if that does get spelled out, again, how significant of a gap then do you have on the unresolved items like the affordable housing? I remember hearing about a condo tax situation, a condo transfer tax. Um, and transportation. And there's, there's three additional like fees on the project that are still problematic. And we're still working with the city on that to see if there could be other sources of money. Because my concern with all those three is that if the project is burdened with that, it means that none of the residential is going to be built. So it's easy to say, oh, we're going to have 35% affordable housing. Well, it's going to be 35% is zero because none is going to get built. And so that doesn't solve anyone's problems. And that means that none of the tax increment flows and it means the project will be a failure. And so we have to find a way to create a win-win for the city and for the A's and to enable the project to actually occur. And that's something that we're working very hard with the city on. And we have obviously weekly meetings to try to sort that out. Now we have, have other people that can handle the Vegas parallel path. So we don't really need to get into that. But as far as your meetings with Oakland officials, are you, I know Libby said that you talked to her two days ago. Are, are you in frequent communication? Are you meeting? Are you getting to the table and discussing these things currently? Or is that something that'll happen down the road a little bit? No, we are, but you know, we've been a little more focused on the environmental review, on the planning approvals, and the ball is a little more in the city's court on the actual economic deal, um, just because we're waiting on the county and they know where we stand. Like we've been crystal clear, like what, where we're willing to get to, and there's still a gap. And so I think the city is trying to look at ways on their side to bridge that. We've made a tremendous amount of concessions from our original offer already. And we just have to get this project to a place where it can actually work and actually get built. Do you have a giant whiteboard in your office with a list of items that are unresolved, starting with the $352 million at the top? And, and if so, how many items do you have on your list? I think there, there is a board like that. It's funny you mentioned that. And there are four or five really material items that are still, you know, together comprise hundreds of millions of dollars that, you know, kind of don't make the project work. And we're working through each one of those things and trying to be creative and attack it. But by the same token, we have to get, like, we can't talk about it forever. We need to get to a point where hopefully by the end of the year, the parties can agree to something that both parties agree to, to put to a vote. You know, you if we have another vote that we don't agree with, that's not going to really mean anything. We wouldn't sign on to it. Can you take a picture of that whiteboard and text it to me, please? Uh, well, it's got, I, I, it's, my lawyers won't let me do that. Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's just between us, Dave. We've been doing this. For I don't know. It's Alagra, who's our general counsel. I don't think she'd approve of that. So oh, this wow. is real estate negotiations between the city and us. So it's, that kind of stuff is, is private. So Dave, as soon as you put the lawyers in between us, it could just go sideways. It, we just, what can I so say? What can I, I say? know, I know, I know, I know. I get it. Um, I'm going to jump in. So something you mentioned earlier, I had on my list, I have a long list, speaking of lists, I don't have a oh whiteboard, boy. I just have a piece of paper, but uh, you'd mentioned the design review committee meeting that is next week. So that is something that is indeed happening. Is there something that uh, would be a positive outcome for you in that meeting? What are you expecting out of that meeting? Well, I mean, we're hopeful that the planning commission sees the project as a positive. You know, there's always the chance that they would, uh, and you know, look at it and have issues with us building at the waterfront. You know, it's another entity that has to approve the project. We've spent a great deal of time with Pete Volman in the planning department, with Bjarke Ingalls group, with field operation, who's our landscape architect, to come up with a really robust plan for Howard Terminal. And this is a way for people to 
give input, but hopefully do it in a constructive way to get to a final uh, approval. I was going to ask, um, you know, we've talked a lot and we haven't really mentioned this since the earlier announcements of Howard Terminal, but is the gondola still a thing? Yeah, so the gondola is going to get approved, you know, knock on wood in the environmental clearance. So that means we will have the ability to build that if we want to. And, you know, hopefully it does get approved and it doesn't get, you know, cut out of the final approval. But I think it is a very innovative and exciting way to connect the waterfront to downtown. There's actually a lot of federal money for pro projects like this uh, that deal with issues where like highways have bisected cities. And so I think there's a lot of innovative ways, both with private financing and public financing, maybe federally, to get it built and, and added to the, the skyline in Oakland. Well, we've been counting on that gondola ride for a couple of years now. So uh, if, even if you don't yeah, build anything else. You're going to get an else, early ride. You're going to get an <laughs> early ride. <laughs> even if you don't build this. the first ride in Libby, but you guys might be in the second gondola. Uh, well, that's fine. I think that's fair enough. Yeah, that's even if you don't build the stadium, please, please build the gondola. Um, It'll be an attraction. It'll be like the cable car in San Francisco. You know, It would be, it would be awesome, actually. Uh, let, let, let me try to come at this from a different angle here. Um, you know, if we apply football terms to this, sometimes people will say, uh, you know, we're on the one yard line or what yard line do you think you're at with respect to actually getting this thing closed? Are you at the 50 yard line? Are, are you back at your own 20? Are you, you know, 20 yards away from the touchdown? Where would you think you would be? I think we're definitely out of field goal range. And I think we need to score a touchdown here to win the game. So there's still a ways to go. Um, and, you know, we basically have to the end of the year to try to sort it out. So, you know, we, we have some, you know, history of scoring some touchdowns and having some success. And we're hopeful that we can get there. Uh, but we really are at crunch time. All right. So I'm going to say, uh, I don't know how good your kicker is, uh, but your 35, 40 yard line somewhere, that's, that's you know, that's, the edge of field goal range. Is that some, it? That's somewhere the... in there. Somewhere All in right. there. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to zoom out real quick because it's easy to get lost in all the details. And there's millions of details in this project. Just read the draft EIR. It's insane. But, you know, if you look at this about three years ago, Howard Terminal was announced as the preferred site. You have an office in Jack London Square looking at that beautiful waterfront every single day. So you have a site, you have a draft EIR, you have a ton of progress that's been made. Why does it feel like there isn't momentum at the moment? Well, I mean, there's been a lot of things over the last year and a half that have been challenging. We're facing a global pandemic. Um, there's been a lot of challenges to the real estate environment. There's a lot of unknowns with commercial real estate, with people going back to the office. And, you know, we have a lot of organized funded opposition, especially from the maritime community against this project and from a lot of the polluters that have really don't want the project to happen. And so we're doing everything we can to deal with those um, opponents and project a positive uh, storyline and, and narrative and get people excited about the project. But a lot of times these things are all about momentum. And I think we did lose momentum with the pandemic and we're trying to pick that up now as things kind of uh, reemerge. All right. It, it also, you know, summertime, everybody going on vacation kind of slows things down as well. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if Casey, if you have any other hard hitting questions. Um, if not, Dave, I have a personal question. If, if you can indulge me. All right. Yes, any, anything you want. Yes. All right. I don't know if it's the angle of, of your Zoom camera or what. It, you appear to be getting thinner. Um, you know, I, well, I am I, training I, for this marathon in San Francisco. So my, I'm, I, that's going to be in September. 
And so my wife and I are going to run in that. So that should be, uh, we'll see how I do. So that should be pretty exciting. Well, it's, it sort of parallels this project because it's it like a marathon. Like it's like a marathon. What mile are you at, Dave? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know. First, we did this football analogy. Now we're doing marathon analogies. Hopefully, I'm halfway through. <laughs> we're sports right. guys. We're not politics guys. We, we got to yeah. stick with sports. No, angle. I like the we sports analogy. I'm the sports guy, about. too. I like that. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're running for, you know, running the marathon because your face just looks more angular. And so well, I'm like, I've been oh. running a lot. You know, I ran, been running all through the pandemic and it's been, okay. it's been great. And I used to just swim, but my, my pool where I swam at Stanford got closed. So then I moved over to the running and it's, it's been great. So it's been really all fun. Right. All right. Be careful of your knees. Uh, and no, stretch. no, you gotta, you gotta be careful. I just got a new pair of really awesome Nike shoes, Phantom 2s. So they're very good. So. All right. Excellent. Thank you uh, guys. Casey, you got anything else? I'm just going to make one statement to you, Dave. Running in the Vegas heat, no bueno. You got to stay in the Bay, man. That's a statement. It was a statement. I heard it. So. Yeah. 115 degrees. I don't want to see you after that run, Dave. I don't, I'm afraid just, what you might look like after yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're just, everyone's just trying to stay healthy. So. All right. All right. Thanks awesome, so much guys. for your time. All right. Have a great weekend. With authority.